The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. And well, 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 Jekyll and Hyde, who cares what it is? We won. We beat the chargeless, boltless, nutless chargers in their house. <laughs> in the pitiful crowd that you'd call a powder blue. I'll hit on that and more because it was a hell of a show here on show 324. On today's show, we're going to have the freaks, the super freak, the super freaky. <laughs> the Raiders, the super freaks, show up and beat down the chargeless. They short circuit the chargeless, to say the least. What a game, what an epic event. We have definitely got a hit on that. And of course, the pregame for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know what that sound is. You know that horn. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're a dangerous team, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. We're going to hit on that and the bone line, of course, in the show. You guys came in big because, well, it was kind of a miracle. So let's get to it, shall we? The super freaks show up in San Diego. (laughs) You guys are something. This Thursday night edition of the NFL, we welcome you to Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego. A battle for first place in the AFC West on the line. The San Diego Chargers and Oakland Raiders, these teams have met over a hundred times. It always means something big. Now this Charger game started out to be one hell of a game because Randy and I picked this as our away game because the Crusader Raider came into town and all of us went to San Diego for the second game. Uh, that we were spending with these guys. It was great to have them as company. Also, you know what, man? The tailgate was off the hook with the San Diego Chargers uh, South Bay Raider Booster Club and the originals San Diego Raiders Booster Club. Uh, we were out there at Christie's at night. It had a blast. Gorilla Rilla in the house, Tuzak, uh, Violator. Everybody was rocking. It was fun. It was absolutely crazy, and it was really positive. It was pretty cool. Well, that night faded quickly into the morning, and then there we were in San Diego in the parking lot at the big Q, which would be a question to me because it wasn't that bad of a stadium. I always say this. They bitch about getting a new stadium. Yeah. (laughs) Guess what, Pada? Welcome to the penitentiary of stadiums in the NFL, the Coliseum. I love it. Don't get me wrong, man. It's my house. I will stand on it every day. I live there. I love it. But uh, 
they got nothing to complain about. What they should be complaining about is having them sell so many tickets to the opposing teams. I mean, come on, man. The fans themselves at San Diego were pretty cool. I mean, there were some pissed off fans, and they're not pissed off so much at us. They were just pissed off that they didn't have enough of their own group there. That's what it was. Crazy Raider Nation enveloped Q. Enveloped the big Q big time like it always does, and it's still a mystery to me how they get away with it because that would never happen in Oakland. Ever. Well, of course, the tailgate was brought to us by your good friend and mine, Kingsford Kirk and Company. It was pretty crazy having those guys in the parking lot. It was like home. The Charger fans didn't know what to make of it, though. They kept coming by and sneering in jealous rage. It was awesome. There were two huge buses of Charger fans behind the tailgate, which was rocking, by the way. We had everything going as usual. And there they sat with their plastic table and their little miniature boombox and some cold cuts with a couple of beers. (laughs) And here we are breaking out the salmon and, of course, the oysters and, of course, everything else that comes out at the barbecue. Absolutely delicious. Well done, my friends there at the Bad Boys of Barbecue. That's true. The lot was filled with Raider Nation. And we all entered, well, you know what they were saying, (laughs) Raiders, the whole way. It was pretty brutal. I felt kind of bad for the Charger fan, kind of. But I remember it takes me back to when we were there and we lost to them one year. Randy and I were there once, and they were real assholes, man. They were total assholes. And I said then, like I said today or that day, well, (laughs) that's what it feels like, huh? Well, you're going to hear what it feels like, and you're going to know what it feels like when we come back and kick your ass. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. You know what? The, f- the people in San Diego were very gracious. I had a great time there. Uh, the fans, I felt bad for them, honestly, because they just don't have the bond that the Raider Nation has. They don't have it. They don't have it. It's clear to see that they don't have it, and they wish they had it. And that is all I'm going to say about that particular aspect of the Charger fan. There are some good people, but very few of them in the stands. This was like a home game. I was sporting my Michael Bush jersey, number 29, strutting up and down <laughs> loud and proud. And every time Bush did something good, I had to turn around and, of course, sport the 29. Bush has got a big opening. Weddle's trying to track him down. Bush all the way out across midfield. I love it. Bush cracks out a 50-yard run. Sport the 29. Bush cracks out a 59-yard reception. Guess what? Palmer throws it. Bush on the run with blockers in front, and I mean a convoy. Michael Bush at midfield. All the way down inside the 30-yard line. Sport, the 29. Bush, touchdown. Second and goal just inside the Charger, two. Here comes Bush. Airborne. And in. Touchdown. Well, you guessed it. Sporting that 29, partner. 
From the very first, you could see that the offensive and defensive line of the Raiders was raging. They were like bulls. They just jumped off the line and pushed, pushed right through the San Diego line on either side of the ball. Cameron Wimbley. Rivers pressure from behind and down he goes. Had his way with Rivers. I thought that he was going to slap a ring on him and slap on a wedding dress and call it quits. Insane. Had him totally. Any kind of points would be very welcome to San Diego before halftime. A minute to play. Rivers from behind. The pressure comes from Wimbley again. That's his second sack coming around that corner. Phillip Rivers was pissed on the sidelines along with Mr. Rogers, Norvell. It was good to see that, too. It was kind of funny. They were playing a lot of coverage and rushing four. And uh, when Brandon has gone in in the past, he's played at a pretty high level. I thought he played better in the second half, but certainly he struggled. Uh, but we weren't able to convert third downs. Obviously, they were getting very good pressure on Phillip. Uh, and we just obviously the Chargers never gave up though man because in the fourth quarter they kept coming back kept coming back and we all had that feeling you know the feeling we've had it all season of the inconsistency of the Raiders and how they can do it in the end literally not to be so though the Raiders defense was awesome and did just enough to make this victory a pretty pretty good victory for us in all phases of the game we should have scored more points, had a couple of glitches here and there, but I think Palmer is going to get his stride here real soon, and when it happens, watch out. That's all I can say. As soon as McFadden starts to feel better and they mix in Bush and McFadden, oh my gosh, watch out. Here we come. When we get some of these defensive backs back that were good to begin with but are now being held up by other players, Oh, my gosh. Watch out. The Oakland Raiders played like a team possessed in San Diego. Every player put their leg, arms, kidneys on the field, man. They they left every bit out there, and they were just an incredible feat to see. And it's another three and out for the Chargers. It's been more lopsided than the score would indicate. As a Raider fan in hostile territory, it was just really rejoicing after the game. The, 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 it was just crazy. It was crazy. And now Rivers says, hustle up. Clock's winding down. Can they get everybody reset for one play? Two, one. Snap is good. Rivers steps up. He's not going to get it off, and the ball is out, and the game is over. Too much pressure too often in the pocket of the Chargers, and the Raiders pick up. Not only a road win, but first place in the AFC West. This game was kind of one of those games that we have to have. You know, we've been saying all these games are have to have shit. The Chiefs we had to have. The Broncos we had to have. Lost both those, and this was a definite we have to have game. And we not only had it, we made it, we took it, and we took it to them. And we kind of let everybody else know that this is this team, and this is how dangerous the Oakland Raiders could be. There were glitches. However, if we get this thing rolling, man, we're going to be able to put up some big points. I'm getting ahead of myself, I know. But listen, you can see it. You can see this team, the tenacity and the no quit in it. And it's just missing one precious thing. And that is consistency. Something we've missed for years. I mean, when's the last time we had a four-game winning streak? I can't remember. 2002? 
I mean, it would be absolutely fabulous to have four games in a row, pop off four or five in a row, and really declare yourself something in the NFL. Now, we are first in the AFC West. Number one, five and four. The Bronco Hoes put a slap down on the Chiefs, which are pretenders to begin with, and we know the Broncos are pretenders as well. We know both those teams we should never have lost to, and if it wasn't for losing Campbell and McFadden at a crucial time in the season, I really don't believe we'd lose those games. Can't think about that now. We have things ahead of us. We have teams to beat, and we have to keep this thing going. We have to keep the AFC West title in our hands, in our pocket, and we got to take it all the way to the playoffs. This team is absolutely capable of beating some ass. This team, when it plays the best it can, I'm sure can beat any team, including, and I'm not kidding, and I'm not kidding here when I say the Green Bay Packers. If they play like they can play, man, but this is the Jekyll and Hyde. This is the super freak that happens with the Raiders. It's a super freak out. It's what happens, man. The team comes out big. Unfortunately, Jacoby Ford was lost to a foot injury, and he, too, is wearing a boot. On second and eight, quick drop, pump fake, and now deep ball. Here it comes, and Jacoby Ford has got it. Jacoby Ford down inside the 35-yard line, and he's down. Our, our team has taken a lot of hits this year, man. We, we've got some pretty doggone crazy hits. But Denarius Moore, come on, man. 10-3 lead. Carson Palmer, play fake. Steps up and goes deep down the middle, and it's caught, and it's Moore, and it's a touchdown. Denarius Moore from Carson Palmer, 33 yards, and the Silver and Blacks got another score. The freak of nature. I mean, talk about Megatron. Forget Megatron. We have our own Megatron right in the house here. At the 41, now it's Palmer going deep. Man out there, and he's got it. What a catch by Denarius Moore. Fingertip back of the ball reception, and a big play for the Raiders passing game. Denarius Moore is something very special. Jacoby Ford still is a gamer and is just so scrappy. you got to have him on the team. And DHB, he's coming back, man. He's got to come back. We need him in the slot. Our team with Boss. Palmer steps up in the pocket, throws over the middle, and it's complete. It is a first down. Got it to his tight end, Boss. He's holding on for dear life to the football. And the Chargers trying to bring him down. Can't get him until he gets out to the 49-yard line. And our offensive line, who played absolutely fantastic in this game, have all the potential in the world. The doggone Chargers. We're back on their heels from the get-go, and we just kept putting a whipping on them from the very beginning all the way to the end. Any kind of points would be very welcome to San Diego before halftime. A minute to play. Rivers from behind. The pressure comes from Wembley again. That's his second sack coming around that corner. And the last two sacks and the last two plays with the exclamation points in the defense. Rivers, well, there's a deep drop. You can't take a sack. He rolls it forward. Cameron Wembley has just had a monster day. 
from the verbal shellackings they were taking last week to accolades this week, this is the Oakland Raiders. As bad as it is, it's still better than nothing. As frustrating as it is, it's still better to see your team rise at times and just dominate a game. Phillip Rivers, 340 to play, second and 15. This time, has time. Airs it long. Jump ball and intercepted. Giordano in the end zone. And he's going to bring it out. But like I said, I would love to see this team become consistent and put some wins together in a row and really make a statement that we've arrived and we're truly back on track. Carson Palmer, 8 for 10 in the first half for 169 yards. That's the kind of play we need from our quarterback that we haven't had in so very long. For every reason under the sun, bad quarterback, bad offensive line. Good quarterback, bad offensive line. Whatever the combination, you pick it, you've seen it. It's nice to see this happen. Let's just watch it get better every game. This is a great game against San Diego, and they are reeling from the loss. Four in a row, they're in the toilet, and I freaking love it. And that is all I have to say about that. Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock em, suck em, fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, run up the score. You'll hear us yell for And next, the pregame for the Minnesota Vikings. That's right. The Minnesota Vikings, the Oakland Raiders, are traveling to Minnesota after a 10-day respite after their last shellacking of the chargeless, boatless, nutless chargers. The Raiders take on the road, which they have been pretty good at, 3-1 and one on the road. And I'm liking those odds. When they go into the Great American Mall Stadium, I guess that's what it's called. Well, guess again. It's actually called Mall of America Field at Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. Nonetheless, they're going to play the Vikings in their house. It's a dome. It's warm. And it should be a good contest for the Oakland Raiders. Now, let's not forget they have a new quarterback. And uh, he's starting to kind of pick it up. Now, the Vikings really have been a pretty good team this season. They've lost quite a few games just by three points. Three points. Three points. A touchdown. The Vikings are just on the edge and the cusp of coming out. But they have a brand new quarterback in Christian Ponder. The guy took over the reins from Donovan McNabb to make it his team. He's very new and he's very raw, but he can get the ball out there because he's got the possibilities because of this young man, Adrian Peterson. And we all know how good this guy can run. And behind him is Toby Gerhardt. And we all know what kind of runner he is from college. This team is designed to run all over the Oakland Raiders if the defense isn't prepared. Now, their defense is no joke either. Jared Allen is 
a, a beast and has the record of sacks in the NFL. So you know he's going to be coming after us. Brian Robertson, the other defensive end, is no joke either. And we really have to look at this defense as being one of the more talented defenses in the NFL. So with the running game against us and the defense pretty staunch and having a great pass rush, this is going to be quite a challenge for the Raiders. We're going to have to play like we played in San Diego or better. The way we win this game is to score early and often. Keep them down, keep them forced to run the ball, and slow the game down to a pace that we can manage. We have a team that can put up a lot of points if we don't make too many mistakes. Our offense is powerful, and our defense can hold the ball if we get ahead early. That has been our mantra. That has been my mantra for the rest of the season. We must strike early, and we must strike often in the passing game and, and complement the running game, passing game, running game. But we got to score, and we got to keep the ball out of the, out of the offense's hands. And doing it against this, this defense is going to be difficult. However, I think we'll be able to pass the ball, and I th- definitely be able to use our tight ends in this game. We're going to have to spread the field and use our tight ends in the middle on slant passes and, you know, Keep it short until we can expand. We'll have to run the ball. There's no doubt about it, but it's going to be a tough day on the ground for the Raiders against this defense. I believe we're going to have to pass, and I think we'll be able to get away with it. I think we have the receivers to be able to do it. I think we have the scheme to do it, and I think the way we did our hurry-up offense is going to be something that will work in our favor as well if we do that again in this game. This is going to be a tough tough game Raider Nation and it just depends on what team shows up and plays either it'll be Jekyll or it'll be Hyde it'll either be the super freak that showed up in San Diego or it won't this is our year this is our time and this is a game we must win I am sure that we can beat the Vikings in their house and leave there and get ready for the next contest on our way to the playoffs, folks. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, next is the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Let me tell you this, you've got to throw your bones and throw them down on the bone line. You guys are doing it. I love it. And don't forget to visit www.raidernationpodcast.com. Get on there, get on the forum, and check out the Raider Nation. The news is all that you could need right there on our site. Check it out. You know you should. And if you have, you should tell somebody else to do it too. Before I get into the first caller of the show, I want to say this. The next day... The morning after the game, San Diego game, we're watching the news, we're watching the local news, and on there was a guy and a gal, typical San Diegans, of course, uh, the anchors of the show, and of course the weatherman, he was dressed with a black blazer and a shiny silver tie. You'd never guess who he was a fan of unless you looked at these two geeks on the front and they were wearing just win baby t-shirts 
And the bet was if they lost, they had to wear the T-shirts for the day. And he he lost, he would have a bolt uh, shaved into his uh, hair. Well, they had to wear the T-shirts. It was great to see him prancing around doing the weather. It was funny, funny stuff. And he worked them over the whole show. (laughs) I just got to tell you guys, those are the simple things you find uh, in hostile territory. I love it. That was great. All righty, who's first on the line? We got to know. Our first caller is Raider Jakes from Conrad, Montana. That's one cold place, man. What's up? Hello, Raider Nation. This is Raider Jakes calling from Conrad, Montana. I'm a first-time caller. I've been a Raider fan since the early 1970s. It's been one hell of a long time since Super Bowl 18. I'm disgusted with the Raiders on Sunday. I work on a cow ranch. I see enough shit during the week. I don't need to see it uh, on Sunday when the Raiders play. I'm out. Yeah, well, that's how we all felt after that game. Actually, over the past two games. Very disheartening. But you know what happened. We'll just have to see how it goes, man. We got a tough season ahead, but I got some hope now, man. I got some hope this team is pulling it together, brother. Our next caller is Raider Art, and he's driving the bus, man. And I love your take, brother. Check this guy out. I love it. What's going on, Raider Nation? This is Raider Art calling out of Stockton, California. And I just wanted to slow the bus down and let everybody jump off. This Raider wagon, people were throwing this season away. I wouldn't want anybody to get any limbs broken by that. I know it was a terrible, terrible loss, and we should have had this game, but you know what? I'm not going to panic. This isn't a great division. No team's going to pull away with this. It's going to come down to the last week or two, and I believe we're still in it. So if everybody wants to quit on it, that's fine. It's your choice, but no. Radar sticking with it. Now, as for the game tomorrow in San Diego, I think the game plan should be this. we got to run the ball with Michael Bush. Even if we're getting one yard, two yards, we've got to be stubborn about it and stick with it. We've got to run the ball down their throats. They are vulnerable on the ground, and they'll have a tough time stopping the run if we stick with it. In the passing game, we need to isolate Ford or DHB on Kaysen. This guy is gettable in the secondary. You've seen him get burned this past week, and he's been getting burned all season. That's where we need to go uh, as far as the passing game. Um, on defense... I think I saw that Floyd is going to be out, so, you know, that's one receiver less. So we're going to have to match up Stanford uh, with Jackson, have him follow him all over the field and just cover him one-on-one, which he's done fairly well in the last couple times we went up against him. Uh, The only player that we should be double-teaming is Gates. I don't care if he's injured or whatever. He still can do some things in the passing game, so we're going to roll our coverage towards him and make sure he doesn't get off. As far as the running backs, I think uh, the young kid, I forget, the guy at Fresno State is kind of injured, so I don't think he'll be too much of a problem. Their feature back will probably be Tolbert, and Tolbert is the type of back that the Raiders handle pretty well normally. The uh, power type runners is the speedy cutback runners that we have trouble with. Um, Like I said, I think this game uh, is still winnable. No matter what's happened these last two weeks, it's been unfortunate. 
But, uh, you know, I'm not going to stop believing in this team because I know what I see in this team, you know. And, you know, I'd rather be the one that sinks with the ship than the fools running alongside it and try to jump back in at the end of the season. That's all I got to say. And uh, go Raiders. See you, Raider Nation. Out. You, my friend, are Nostradamus when it comes to this game for sure, brother. Great take on this game because it's exactly what happened. Next, we have a very on the edge of his seat Raider fan, New Jersey Raider Dave, is uh, telling you how he was feeling towards the end of this game. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Raider Nation, this is uh, New Jersey Dave, New Jersey Raider Nation, 24-17. I'm watching my defense disintegrate. I'm hoping that they get the balls that they need to beat the boltless charges, please, in this game in a positive way. That's how the nation feels because the team is inconsistent and you're not sure if they're, you know, that's how it's been. So we don't have that problem anymore. We need to win a couple games in a row, like three. Next, we have a very happy and elated Raider Art from Stockton. Matter of fact, he's going to stop the bus so we all can jump back on. <laughs> that's funny, man. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Is Raider Art out of Stockton. Just uh, pulling the bus over, opening the door. Everyone wants to jump back in. You're more than welcome. You know, I'm uh, feeling too good right now to hold it against anyone who called in and quit on the team and wanted the coach. For, I don't know, just madness. What did I say on defense? Double off Gates and follow Stanford route, follow uh, Jackson. He held them down for most of the game on offense. Stick with the running game. Even if you get one yard, two yards, it won't be long before they bust it open. And what do they do? 157 yards on the ground, plus 85 more receiving from Michael Bush. And that's all there is. What's up to Cameron Wimley? Four sacks on the game. The last one to seal the game. And that's it. We're up at the top of the division. And um, seven games to go. It's going to be tough down the road, but I still think we can do this. It might come down to January 1st in the Coliseum, but uh, I still think we're the best team in the division. That's all I got to say. And, uh, yeah, whoever wants to jump back in in the bus, you're welcome to it. Great take on the game. Great game. And, yes, everybody else is just as elated. You know, this is the Jekyll and Hyde of this team. I just love it. We need some consistency. I think maybe now we'll get it with if we can just handle these injuries and keep everybody healthy. We need to do that for us to do what we got to do to win. Thanks for the call, brother. It was great. Next, we have Lou Dog from sunny Southern California. Check it. <laughs> Doesn't that feel good, Raider Nation? By the way, this is Lou Dog Raider, Riverside, California. I know it's been a while. I know San Diego's been struggling, but so fucking what? So have we. And you know what? We lost two straight division games before this game, and this was a must-win in many ways, and one because it puts us on top of the division now, and it puts us in a good spot because now San Diego has lost, what, three or four straight, something like that, and they are on the decline. And 
I know I've mentioned it in the past. Uh, the Broncos Chiefs, to me, even though they're our division rivals, I don't hate them as much as I hate the punk-ass Chargers. I'm over here in Riverside, about 130 miles away from San Diego, and that's all I see in Riverside is punk-ass Charger fans. They all want to jump on the fucking bandwagon, and they ain't got shit to say no more. No, I I can't wait to the minute I see the first Charger fan with this punk-ass powder blue jersey. I can't wait to that minute. You know, Raider fans, this was a big win for us, a big, big win. We went into San Diego on the road, whooped some ass, and came out victorious. You know, I, I've been wanting to call to to put my intake on uh, the passing of Al Davis. I know it's been over a month, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just let that one rest. We knew, we knew what type of man he was and what he did for this team, and I, I don't need to say anymore. Come going forward, this is the middle of the season. Going forward, we're in good shape. Hopefully, we can build on this win. When we traded for Carson Palmer, I thought it was the biggest mistake. The first two games showed it, and this game, he redeemed himself. He redeemed himself even though he threw a pick, but he redeemed himself. That'll shut all the critics up. Well, Raider Nation, I'm going to let you guys enjoy this beautiful night, this beautiful win. And Minnesota's up next at Minnesota. Let's see what we can do. Go Raiders. Very well said, brother. Very well said. You know, I love this team. I love this fan base. Just knowing those little things about living there and the San Diego fans. And and uh, I hope you run across many, many powder blue jerseys. But I have a funny feeling, brother. They ain't going to be wearing them. Not for very much longer. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Next, we have Raider Anthony from Bellingham, Washington. And, uh, well, he says it just like we all know it, man. I'm telling you, positive, negative, bust, no bust. You just listen to this fan. And this is how it is, Padna. What's up, Raider Greg? What's up, Raider Andy? What's up, Raider Nation? Anthony here from Bellingham, Washington. Just finished watching this game. Uh, damn near had a heart attack most of this game. But uh, it feels good to be in first place. It's about damn time. Made uh, Philip Rivers look like a true choker, which he is. Um, my game balls go out to Denarius Moore. That guy was a damn stud. Uh, like, like Bush, Bush also gets a game ball. And uh, Wembley gets a game ball. Like what I saw, team played good. Uh, the penalties, still an issue, but, uh, you know, I think a little bit more discipline. We got some time off. Next victim is the, is the Vikings over there in Minnesota. So, uh, you know, hopefully the, you know, the Raiders get rested up, head out there and uh, kick some ass, and we can put together here a little streak. Proud of the guys. They did good today. Um, this is a big one for me because I'm originally from San Diego, and I always got a lot of shit for being a Raider fan down there. And just want to say this to all the people in San Diego: Fuck you guys. You suck. I'm out. And a very sweet message to the San Diego community at the very end. That's really not to everybody. That's just those geek wearing powder blue. <laughs> 
I wish I were a fan fans. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Raider Lou from the Northwest Booster Club. He was in the house with his daughter, Raider Gaga. She was up in there. We were all having a great time. Very family-oriented party. It was very fun. Uh, Just listen to him, man. I couldn't do it any more justice than he does because he says it like it was, and trust me, it was off the hook. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is uh, Raider Lou from the Northwest Booster Club. Man, oh man, just win, baby. Raiders, Thursday night football, the Raiders cracked that boat. The lights turned out, a cloud of darkness rolled in. It's called the Raider Nation. We made it rain, silver and black. That's the Raider way. And the autumn wind roared, Raiders. Raiders 24-17 to 17 victory over those chokers. Just win, baby. South Bay, East Oakland, in San Diego. Oh, my God. Started out from the blackout party there at Christie's. The whole familia was there. Raider Nation was in the house. And I want to say, um, Raider Greg, I'm glad I met you. You're a cool guy. Um, glad I showed you my little girl. The new Raider Gaga uh, coming up. That's our future of our Raider Nation. And then I just want to say thanks to everybody over there in San Diego, the originals from San Diego. Man, you guys made me feel like family there. I loved it. It was like one big family reunion. And then we had the blackout tailgate. It was awesome. Was so excited. Everybody was there. Gorilla Rilla, Raider Man, you name it. It was awesome. The food was great. We were throwing a party like you could not believe it. Raider Nation in the house. Then we went up in the queue. And that's where we got wild. My God, I'm just like so speechless, Raider Greg. But, oh, my God, it was, I swear, there was more black than, than there was blue. It was tremendous. It looked like we were at the Coliseum. It looked like we were at the O. And we stayed to the very end, and we roared Raiders throughout that stadium. It was so bad that all the Choker fans in the fourth quarter with a couple minutes left, especially after that interception by Giordano, all of those Choker fans going down the stadium, and they were, like, leaving, getting out of the parking lots, and then we made it rain at the end when we won 24-17. to Go Raiders! That's the kind of day it was. That's the kind of party it was, and man, to be there was a very special, special thing. Next, we have a first-time caller, Raider Essex, 22. Check it out, man. He knows his football, and he knows the Raiders. Hi, Raider Nation. This is Essex Raider 22, first-time caller. Thanks a lot, Raider Greg and uh, Raider Randy, for the podcast. I absolutely love it. I listen every week. Just wanted to talk about the uh, match last Thursday. Um, I thought Carson Palmer looked much better this week. He was throwing really good passes and aided by Daenerys Moore and Bush having a really good game. I think he looked much better for the Raiders coming forward um, for the rest of the year. I think 
the two losses were to Kansas City and um, the Broncos were just Carson Palmer just getting started and I think now he's up to speed with the team and they're all rallying around him. He's becoming a leader. They'll be much better going forward. Um, I think the rest of the season will be the best team in the division and ultimately I think we'll go to the playoffs and hopefully get past the uh, second round is what I predict. Um, now before I hang up, I just want to shout out to uh, Crusader Radar. I know he's out in the States now at the moment. Uh, I met him at the uh, Wembley game in London at the tailgate and he was a fantastic guy and I met Big Raider Dave as well and just want to shout out to them for uh, being part of the Raider community and being so friendly and welcoming and I hope to see him again next year or maybe even before then. And also, lastly, I want to make a shout-out to friend Keith, who lives in uh, Valencia, California. He's a uh, great friend of mine, and I want to thank him for offering to put me up to stay next year when I come to see the Raiders and for putting up with me, asking loads of questions and and uh, inspiring me to research more about the game and that. Um, so have a great rest of the season, everyone at Raider Nation. This is Essex Raider 22. I'm out. Big Raider Dave and the Crusader Raider Keith Smith, man, my very good friends, genuine gentlemen, as you know, um, yes, for sure. And, uh, man, you're getting to the game. Obviously, you're into it. You're a Raider fan. You are Raider Nation, and you're going to have a blast when you get over here, my brother. I guarantee it because we know how to do it, and the team looks like it's getting in the right direction, as you said, my friend. Thank you for the call. Next, we have Raider Tatum from the Midwest. I really like this guy. Check him out. Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. That game, I just got done watching it, and I tell you what, my effing nerves are shot. I just love the fact that that scouring pad that was our old coach is watching I swear to God, he should go as Manuel Noriega for Halloween, but I digress with that. Michael Bush was phenomenal this evening. Um, penalties just blow blow my nerves. They just blow them. Uh, there's points during the game that I felt like I was going to beat a Winnebago man, the most angriest man in, in, in the world or whatever. Oh, what a relief. We're on the top of the division, though I think we should have a three-game lead at this point or two-game, whatever it is. I'm not a mathematician. It's it's a sweet uh, redemption from Sunday's match, and uh, I'm just glad I don't gamble. Jesus, I feel like I just won a million bucks. I mean, I'm just I'm shot right now. But oh man, I don't know. My, I'm growing to like. Jackson. I'm not sold on him yet. Palmer, is he's definitely becoming a leader. And it's just great to see people step up. My God, Jacoby Ford, Jones, all of them. It, it just, it's just nice to see things turn around, but there's still a lot of learning. These penalties, Jesus, I'm just tired of it. But anyhow, take care of yourself. Long live the Sabbath. Put Jack Tatum in the Hall of Fame. You know, I think the entire Raider Nation has that same feeling. You know, <laughs> you just don't want, you know, you don't want it to fall apart in the third quarter and maybe the fourth quarter. 
And when we get a team that is ready to finish, like this team did last week, this is what we live for, man. A team that can go all four quarters, man. That's what I'm talking about. All four quarters. Let's make it happen. Great call. Thank you, brother. Next, the incomparable, the amazing, my friend, the Crusader Raider. Raider Keith Smith, what's happening, man? Let's hear it. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from sunny San Diego, California. Uh, heading back to the UK this evening after a wonderful 11 days here in, in, in with you guys. We've had a really, really great uh, time. Very disappointed, obviously, with the Denver game, but we made up for it big time last night in South Africa. It was absolutely amazing. And when you guys get to see the video cast that uh, Randy's going to put together, I'm sure you're going to appreciate the, the fun that we had here with uh, Greg and Randy and Lisa, me and Big Dave, uh, Leslie, and uh, Andrew from Scotland. We had a really, really fabulous time uh, interacting with the whole of the Raider Nation. We had seats at the stadium. Thanks, Randy, for that. Um, we had a perfect view of the game. We had a perfect view of receptions by Moore. We had a perfect view of, of Michael Bush when he absolutely pummeled them. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful few days here in San Diego. Uh, partying at, at Christie's was great with the, with the Raider fans. Um, you know, you just cannot bottle up how much this trip has meant and how great it was to finish it off with a win last night and to be with thousands and thousands of fans in their house. Um, at the end of the game, Amy Trash came out on the field and uh, she was interested with us. And, and, and then we, we, we met with Jeanette Thompson from the Raiders.com. And it was just... Every- yeah, it was like, you know, we've waited years to get back to those kind of moments. And now we're five and four. We're, we're in control of our own destiny. Uh, the Raiders are, are back. Um, and we've got to really push on. So I'll give it now to you, Raider Nation, to get us to the playoffs. Because to say, we're heading back 6,800 miles today. Tomorrow. We've had a great time. It's up to you guys to get us into the playoffs. And then who knows where we can end up. It's a wonderful trip. Thanks for everything. And go Raiders! This was a remarkable trip, I will say, probably one of my most favorite because I got to spend most of the time with you guys and uh, really had a time to enjoy your company and do all kinds of cool things with the team. And it was fun. It was great. I can't wait for next year. Um, Thank you for coming over, man. This is a guy who's dedicated Red Nation. Check it out. From London, England, man, you know He does it right. And his cohort in crime, Big Raider Dave Chapman, which is not so big anymore. The guy looks fantastic. And, uh, well, listen to the man. Hi, Raider Nation. Uh, This is Big Dave Chapman from the UK. Um, Just want to basically say we, we came out for the Broncos game at home in Oakland. And then uh, we went down with Greg and Randy and a few of the other guys to South Oakland, San Diego, better known as South Oakland. And uh, we see a fantastic win there after, you know, the, the sad game that was at Oakland against the Broncos. Um, I've just got to say the performance of the Raiders, the whole, the whole team were absolutely fantastic. The two catches by Daenerys Moore, uh, the, the four sacks by Wimbley, um, the way the defense played, that was absolutely top-notch. And, of course, Carson Palmer, what a player. He's, he's really come into the, to the fold there. He really, really did come to the game. 
Um, like I did tell Greg before, and Greg can witness that. Yes, Greg, you can say that. That chapo, Dave Chapman. He, he, I did say that Carson Palmer would come good, but I just there's too many people to thank um, individually. But basically, just to say the whole way the nation, thank you guys. You made our stay great, and it was just great seeing you all at the game, uh, whether it was the, the game in Oakland or it, whether it was in San Diego just fantastic but listen uh, do take care and we'll see you all again next year by the way Randy I'm just leaving this little bit on the end in case you want to add it um, I've just got a couple of shirts to sell as well um, I think they're about a 5-6x for the Michael Huff white shirt both throwback ones or authentic ones and the other ones are black Bo Jackson that's a Mitchell and this throwback one um, so if you can punt them out for me if someone wants to buy them that would be fantastic thanks very much Raider Nation love you all, each and every one of take care, go Raiders well we usually don't do advertising for sales but it's a special occasion and if Juan, if you really want those shirts you know what you gotta do partner you gotta step up and you gotta uh, well you gotta kiss the baby you got to step up and kiss the baby button and, and buy those shirts from Dave. That's the way it is. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Dave. We had a great time, my brother. You know. And next is a very excited and happy Houston Raider Steve. What's up, my brother? Hey, Raider Nation, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, everybody out there that was at the San Diego game. What an effing win, huh? I tell you what, that was for Keith Smith, that was for Big Dave, that was for Oscar, that's for everybody that came in from all over the place, especially everybody on the other side of the pond, the other side of the ocean, after that shitty game we had last week against Denver, the way we fell apart. I tell you what, this defense played four quarters, Wimbley, Kelly, the way we got the pressure on the defense. What about that interception by Giordano near the end of the game? I tell you what, Michael Bush got the yards when he had to. Carson Palmer made the plays, you know, when he had to. I know he had a pick, but he made up for it. Man, what a hell of a game, man. You know what? This is for all the Raider haters. You guys can kiss all of our proverbial asses, all the shit we've been hearing for years. You know, it's bad enough the TV guys, with Brad Nessler and some of these other people on the NFL network. And saving grace was I was able to hear uh, Papa and uh, Tom Flores here on the local ESPN station. I tell you what, guys. We're not out yet. They can say whatever they want about our division being the weakest, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Once we get in the playoffs and everything, it's a new season. You know, all these people are saying, oh, the, the Houston Texans, they'll get the number two seed. They might get the one seed or the three seed. Fuck them. Have them try to win a game out in San Diego. You know, that was a hell of a game tonight, guys. I know you guys all saw it. I was there in spirit watching up the Buffalo Wild Wings and everything. I tell you what, Cameron Wembley, hell of a player, man. We were eating their fucking lunch, man. Dombrowski was getting knocked on his ass. Our defensive line just took over the game, man. As you know, we, you win in the trenches. That's where you win those games. And you know what? hope we get some people back. I know uh, uh, Ford got hurt, and also uh, McFadden's been out, and we've got a whole lot of players. They said one-fourth of our team is on, you know, is hurt right now. But you know what? That was a hell of a win on the road. And you know what? We're back, baby. And all those other Raider haters can kick our ass. Like the T-shirt says, you talk shit about the Raiders, we'll knock you out. Anyway, have a great day, my brothers and sisters. Raider Nation, let's all pull together. It's us against the whole fucking world of hay holes. 
But anyway, we're back and go Raiders! Way to put it down, man. That's how it is. Uh, the haters, you know, he lives it. You can tell he's truly Raider Nation. Good dude. Good fan. Uh, thank you, brother. Our next caller, Raider Mike from the Evergreen State, and he has a confession to make. This is Raider Mike from the Evergreen State. I have to admit to you guys, admit to everyone, that I did something the other day that I haven't done before. Downloaded a podcast, started listening to it, five seconds in, decided to not listen to it and erase it. I'm sorry, yes, I must admit that that's the first time and probably, hopefully, only ever time I will download the Raider Nation podcast and completely abandon it. I did not want to relive the Broncos post-game or Chargers pre-game talk. I apologize, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't wait for Thursday to get here any goddamn quicker and watch that game last night unfold. Man, that was some great shit. For now, we are in first place. For now, we get the long weekend. We get to wait and see what happens in the AFC West. We get to see the Chiefs and the Broncos get beat up on. It's a beautiful thing. Carson, Denarius, and Michael, whew, lighting it up. Nation, that shit was beautiful. And I got to end on this note. I think the Seahawks did a great disservice to Aaron Curry by giving up on him a lot goddamn quicker than they should have. And now we got him, and he's looking and proving every freaking game like he's getting his second chance, like our organization gives people, and he's running with it. He is looking fantastic. Keep it up, Aaron. I know you can do this. Nation, first place, bitches. Let's fucking take it all the way. Playoffs. Playoffs? Yep, I'm talking playoffs. Let's do this. I'm out. I must confess that I didn't even listen to it. So I understand because I didn't want to listen to it again either. And uh, I didn't want to relive that either. Either That's why I didn't do the bone line. Uh, yeah, I don't do uh, podcasts well on Monday, especially after a shellacking uh, by a subhuman team. Uh, thanks for the call and the props, brother. It's always good. The Raiders look like they're going places. I agree. Looks like we're getting better every week. And let's just keep this momentum going and win some games in a row. And next, my good brother, New Jersey Raider Kev. What's happening, man? Yo, it's New Jersey Raider Kev. What about that freaking game? Uh, you know, it was a lot different than the uh, game from uh, the Broncos and such, but uh, you guys that went down to, uh, you know, South Oakland really saw a fantastic game. They really stepped it up. Awesome game. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Later. Perhaps next time the Raiders can play that way for you. I hope they do because it sure makes me pissed off every time they don't play well for people who travel to see this team. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, we have Raider Davola559, a very cool dude. This guy is very cool, man. I like this dude. Listen to him, man. He's pretty sharp. What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, you know who it is. Raider Davola559 right here with that, uh, 
victory against the uh, San Diego uh, Chargers. Uh, defense played real well despite of last week giving up almost 300 yards to Denver Broncos. They played real good today. Shut down uh, mostly uh, uh, Mike Tolbert, shut down uh, uh, Ryan Matthews in the run. The defense played stout today. Uh, I was listening earlier to the uh, podcast, and, you know, everybody was uh, harping on the defense. And, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit, too, that the defense did – was they played lousy last week. But today they brung it. They stayed stout. They, they, they played real good ball. You know, uh, Matt Giordano – you know, again, uh, you know, sometimes I feel, uh, you know, he's suspect at times, but today he came in with that fourth, uh, fourth quarter interception, and uh, the, all the Raiders had to do was uh, run the clock out, and I think that Hugh Jackson uh, posted a, a good game. Uh, Carson Palmer uh, played a good game, uh, a, a lot of check downs and a, a, a lot of audibles at the line of scrimmage, and, and we ran the ball. That's what we do is we run the fucking ball, you know, despite – Jeremy McFadden being out of the game or being out with injury, uh, Mike Bush stepped up like last week, you know. And uh, you know, and I, I was I was you know pissed off that uh, uh, DHB wasn't a, a factor today, but Denarius Moore was a factor, the X factor to be exact. But um, this is all we got to do is keep pushing. You know, a lot of people are saying you know we we're going to be out of it if, if we lose tonight. You know, uh, I was optimistic. I, you know, I, I didn't chime in last week, you know, because I know these Raiders can turn it around. Carson Palmer played uh, a tremendous game. Um, Mike Bush, I give him a, uh, I give him an A-plus for, for tonight. Uh, Daenerys Moore, you know, he got an A-plus in my book too. So uh, we'll see what uh, happens next week. So, uh, you know, we, we, we're uh, a game ahead in the, in the West in, in our division. So everybody in the Raider Nation, Raider Dad, roll the five five nine mile now. Go Raiders! Thanks for the call, my man. It's always good. Great take as well. Next, we have Raider Ray from Stockton, California. What's up, my man? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Ray from Stockton, California. Hey, no bones tonight, man. Just got done watching this uh, fantastic nail-biter. Of course, Oakland taking care of business against San Diego. Um, I'm sure Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the clique is all in San Diego having a great time tonight. They they saw one hell of a game, so that's cool. And uh, just real quick, man, uh, defense finally came through, six sacks. Excellent pressure by the D-line. That was just fantastic. Uh, Of course, the recipe for success, run, run, run. Bush is a beast. The guy is just a straight-up beast. Denarius Moore, wow. I mean, he just makes unbelievable catches. Carson Palmer on point for the most of the night. It was just a fantastic game, fantastic win. It's nice to call the podcast and actually have something positive to say, actually talk something good about the game. So really excited, really pumped up. And now next up, Mr. Adrian Peterson and the Vikings. It's time to take care of business against us. All right, man, peace out. This is Raider Ray from Stockton. Really nice to say positive things about the, the, the game, the, the team, the way they played. 
Let's just hope this happens, man. All I ask for is this team to play its potential. Play to your potential. Don't give the game away. We know better than that. We understand that because we're the Raider Nation, man, and that's what we do. Next, we have Raider Steve from the IE, the Inland Empire. Man, I love that place. What's up, man? What's going on, Raider brothers and sisters? This is Raider Steve from the IE. Just wanted to call in and comment on the game. I just got finished watching it. Yeah, really happy with this win. We're in first place. Couldn't ask for anything more. But we also got to realize they got to do it again next week. We can't go to Minnesota and lay an egg. So really happy. I think uh, actually Hugh Jackson, Raider Greg, I think he listened to the show last week because he ran it down their throats instead of trying to get fancy with the pass all the time. I mean, we passed when we needed to, but damn, Bush looked like a beast out there. running. It was running downhill every time. Um, so happy with the play calling. Some of the calls were a little bit questionable, but overall, you know, hey, can't complain. We got the W. Uh, so I'll talk to you guys next week. This is Raider Steve. I'm out. Yeah, I think he called a pretty good game. I mean, last week, 15 runs. This week, 30. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hugh Jackson needs to keep the ball on the ground and then launch it in the air when they're least expecting it. That's our game. That's how we play. And that's how we win. Thanks for the call. Next, we have Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here calling me from Houston, Texas. What the fuck, Chuck? Now, that is Raider football. What I mean by Raider football, in addition to just winning... Hugh Jackson did not try and use fucking Carson like he was Brett Favre and sling it all over the fucking place. He set the run game up. He made that a priority. He made Michael Bush the figurehead of the offense. They got so tired of trying to worry about containing Michael Bush, they forgot about Denarius Moore. They forgot about Jacoby Ford. I mean, let's, let's just recap here. Mike Bush. 30 carries, 157 yards, 5.2 average, one touchdown. Taiwan Jones, seven, seven carries, 39 yards. The kid's got speed and potential. The real gym, receiving-wise, Denarius Moore. Fifth-round pick, a nobody Mike Mayock, someone who's been inconsistent. You failed to, le- to leave out Mike Mayock in your analysis. The kid had four different head coaches there. He had a total of six different offensive coordinators. Maybe he was inconsistent because each offensive coordinator and coach had their own favorite. Denarius Moore, five catches, 123 yards, 24.6-yard average, two TDs. Rookie of the week? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. There were some bullshit calls. How in the hell can they be holding before the play? I understand why Hugh Jackson was pissed off. Either way, we know it's going to be at least two or three bullshit calls because we're the Raiders, okay? The bottom line is this team stuck in. They didn't get upset. They kept at it. I love the way Carson Palmer takes control of his guys. You don't see Jason Campbell doing that too much, and I love Jason Campbell, and I still do. I still think we would have an even better record with Jason Campbell. The other thing I noticed, it wasn't Seymour getting the guys together. Matt Giordano came on that sideline when they showed the camera, and he told everyone, gut fucking check, bitches. Stanford route, you are the position. We shut these motherfuckers down in the fourth quarter, and that's what happened. We didn't let them bitches score at all. 
it's good to see a six-year player like that assert himself. They wanted to talk on NFL Network, there's slow safeties out there, the slow safety Giordano. You know what? The slow safety got to the motherfucking ball and intercepted it, bitch. This is how we need to play. I think the first half we saw glimpses of how great the passing game could be, but if we can get Carson Palmer protected, he is unbeatable. I would put him, as long as he's protected, same category up there with Rodgers. All the injuries they had last year, and they can get to the top. There's no reason why we can't. And when we get um, Jeremy Fadden back, championship. Kyle Schmazzoli, you had one good catch. That was good. I'll take it. You kept the drive going. Boss, you got in there. You kept the drive going. What about Brandon Myers from Iowa? Good job catching that ball. You didn't get the pass. On the very next play, you make the tackle on special teams. That's what I'm talking about. Obi-Wan Raider, out. Oh, yeah. Fuck San Diego. Very well said, man. This is a Raider fans excited, just as pissed when they screw it up like the Broncos, but just as happy as the rest of us when they do the right thing and play to their abilities. You know, uh, he knows. I mean, Obi-Ron Raider knows. He's a smart Raider fan. He knows they could play better against uh, any of the teams in this division, and this team played well. And, hey, man, I'm feeling good too, brother. And next we have the troll from Chicago, the Windy City. What's up? Hey, Raider Nation. It's the troll in Chicago. Exhausted after a tough-fought win. I think the game ball has to go to Cameron Wembley. Kept putting pressure on Rivers all night long, racking up four sacks. Rivers took six sacks all night long. I think uh, Demarius Moore, in spite of having some punt return issues, really fought for the ball and did his best to to put us in position to to get some touchdowns, getting two himself. Uh, Michael Bush, phenomenal night. Uh, No one's put up numbers like that since uh, Bo Jackson back in the day. Phenomenal. It's exactly what we needed to do, run the ball, control the clock, control the ball. If we can do it just a little bit better, God, it'd be great. We, we, we could win out the season. We really could. Janikowski did very, very well, all things considered. He's hurting a little bit. But still, uh, when he needed to put it out the back of the end zone on the kicks, he did so. Uh, Carson Palmer, a couple of flops there. Uh, phenomenal night. Jacoby Ford, the loss of him is going to hurt in the upcoming weeks. But uh, he he put us in position early. Phenomenal, phenomenal night on behalf of the Raiders as a team. And they really won as a team. Uh, If there's one black mark on Stanford route, Billy needs to get his head out of his ass. There's no reason whatsoever that he shouldn't have been on the field in time for the Hester touchdown. Uh, That was that whole thing. It was his blown coverage. And and for the the other touchdown, the the Brown touchdown, I don't get him and and, and Giordano being behind Brown. One of them's got to be in front of Brown, going for the ball. The other going going from behind. I, I don't get it. I, that that's on route. Overall, though, very very happy. It's going to be a battle. We've got the Minnesota Vikings coming up. I got a feeling that the. Uh, that's a should-win game for us, and that scares me because our should-win games we've been blowing. 
And then after that, I'll be out in Oakland to watch the Bullies of the Bay beat down the Monsters of the Midway. Very excited. Very tired. Got to be up in a few hours to go to work. Good win, Raider Nation. Love you. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. The troll from Chicago is going to be up in the house in the Raider Nation at the Big O in Oakland for the Chicago game. Awesome, my friend. We'll see you there. You know, you give me the email. You're going to hook up with the bad boys, the barbecue. We're going to have a blast. You're going to have a fun and very memorable time. And we got to take those Midway monsters and we got to flush them, partner. Sorry about that for all your buddies. But I know you got to go back with a big smile. I love it. Next, my very good brother, Juan Jorge, a very emotional Juan Jorge. Check it out, man. This is Juan Jorge calling in. Man, this Charger game, let me tell you something, Greg. The last 10 years, this has been the biggest game I've ever been a part of. I'm talking about post-2002. I'm talking about after the Tuck Rule, after the Super Bowl. This is the biggest game that we've all been a part of. The fact that we came out in San Diego after they've had three losses in a row, and we beat them in their house. I'm lost for words, Greg. I am lost for words. I've said this whole week, we cannot lose this game because of what it would mean for Al Davis. We cannot lose this game because what it means for this whole fan base, for this franchise, the time is now building a bully. That was all saved from this win. I broke down after this game because when Hugh Jackson said all in, when, when Carson Palmer said all in, I took that to heart. I, as a fan, said all in. My heart, my passion, my dedication, all in. I, as a fan, understood that if the Raiders were to lose this game, hypothetically, our season would have been done. But the Raiders won this game. The Raiders never stopped fighting. And I think Hugh Jackson grabbed this team by the throat and told them what was at stake. Told them that this is not who the fuck we are. They came out and they punched the whole Chargers team in the fucking mouth, Greg. I'm 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 just lost for words, Greg. I broke down after this win, and I've never done that after a game. After the Texan game, when when we beat the Texans, after Al Davis passed, I got very emotional. But nothing like this. Because we were on brink of having our season pissed away. And to me, that would have hurt more than anything because of having Al pass. The fact that we won means this team still has spite. Means it's still, this team still has moxie. Means this, this team still has relevance. Means this team still has the coaching ability to go forward. The defense came out firing. They got to Rivers. They covered the receivers like blankets. Yes, they gave up a few touchdowns, but we had some injuries. And that's part of the game. But you know what? 
they found a way to win in hostile territory. No, you know what? I take that back. It was not hostile territory because I know you were there, and I know you could tell that there was Raider fans throughout that whole stadium. In South Oakland, the Raider Nation came through hard, and I know you can attest to that. Greg, I've just never been this emotional after a win. I cleaned myself up a little bit after this before I called. But, man, the Raiders still have to come out next week against the Vikings and do something. I think they will. For now, let's enjoy this win. Let's be happy that the Raiders are slowly turning it around. And as Al Davis would say, just win, baby. And Al Davis and Coach Davis, we trust. Now that's all I got to say, Greg. Have a good one, fellas. Again, this is Juan Jorge, and I'm out. That's a culmination of uh, a young man going through a lot of years here with no wins and nothing to be happy about, seeing this team turn it around and become something more than it has been. And that, uh, well, it's the emotional thing, man. It's what happens. It's what makes us fans. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, my very good brother who supports the Raider Nation in that big state of Texas. <laughs> and he hates it. <laughs> El Raider. Yeah, Hell Raider calling in after the uh, game last night. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I'm glad they proved me wrong. I was pretty pessimistic about the game there. Um, probably try to leave a short call here because I never do that. But uh, uh, Palmer looked great, and I've been telling everybody on there he was going to be great, and there's still a lot of people who thought that that was a terrible trade or whatever else. Well, it looked pretty good to me. Um, it's better than any quarterback that the Raiders have had since Gannon, and probably Palmer's a better quarterback than Gannon. I mean, you can't expect some guy to come out there and play super, super great like after two starts. I mean, you guys got to remember he's still be in training camp right now learning the stuff, besides he hadn't played in 10 months, but uh, Michael Bush was phenomenal. The penalties were eliminated for the most part, uh, a lot less penalties, and that to me what was going to be the biggest key. Can't have a bunch of stupid penalties. I don't care who you are. Um, one thing I would like to discuss, to be honest with you, and some of you may not agree with me, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, in my opinion, Michael Bush needs to be the starting running back, not Darren McFadden, and I'll tell you why. Darren McFadden gets hurt, misses two to three games every year. Look at Michael Bush's number of games he's missed. Very few. You bring Mike, you bring Michael Bush in, let him wear down the, uh, let him wear down the defense. Then you bring McFadden in there, and if you want to throw in Tyron Jones too or whatever, that's fine. But from a, from a durability standpoint, Michael Bush needs to get at least they've got those guys need to get at least fifty percent of the carries. They need to split fifty percent of the carries. Um, let Michael Bush go in there and wear him down. That that would be my opinion. If that was if I owned that football team, Michael Bush would be the starting running back. McFadden would come in there and and uh, clean up, if you will, run to the outside, whatever else. But uh, Michael Bush, to me, has proven that he should uh, deserves to be the starting running back. And like I said, y'all may not agree with me, and that's cool, because some people like gay porn and some people don't. There you go. It's one of my catchphrases. But uh, I would start Bush and let McFadden come in there and take care of the other. Um, the one thing I will say, though, and this is my pessimistic side, after watching last night, really pisses me off even more about the Bronco game. 
and the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs game, we're just going to wash that away. There wasn't really a lot of opportunity to uh, to really do anything. We didn't have a quarterback and had somebody who hadn't played. But the last night's game makes the Bronco game even worse because of how they played last night compared to they played the week before and then they had two weeks to prepare. So, anyway, I don't really know where we go from here play Minnesota. I think that's probably a pretty winnable game. Got to get people healthy, man. The other thing I want to talk about real quick, I'm not really sure what's going on with Hayward Bay. don't really understand what they're doing with him. Um, he didn't get, as far as I remember, he didn't get a single ball thrown to him, I don't think. He might have had one or two. I don't think he had any catches at all. Because it's clearly obvious right now who Carson Palmer's favorite receiver is, and that's clearly Denarius Moore. So with the Hayward Bay thing, I don't know if that's a timing thing or if they're just using him as a decoy and flat out that's it. But, man, if the, way they, the way they're rolling right now, once Jacoby Ford comes back, he's the number two receiver. He's Palmer's favorite number two receiver. And uh, Hayward Bangham catch another ball. Because then after that, then he's going to Kevin Boss. So I kind of feel sorry for Hayward Bay. Maybe it'll just be a timing thing and it'll get some stuff going. But anyway, uh, good win, great win. It's amazing what happens when you, when you uh, don't have a bunch of stupid penalties. They did make it a little bit too close for me at the end. It uh, shouldn't even been that way. It was 24 to 10, I believe. And then they made it a little bit... Uh, too exciting for my taste. Um, the one thing, the other thing I want to say too, that 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 stupid fake punt that was stupid. So it's fourth and one, and you throw a bomb down there, trying to get a basically a touchdown, but you couldn't go for it on fourth and one. And then when you didn't get the fake punt and it didn't work, then you still coughed up the ball right there where it was. I'd have just gone for the fourth and one, especially after he'd already ripped off a 45 or 50 yard run, and then like a 15 or 20 yard run at that point. I thought that was really dumb. Get the fourth and one. It's ridiculous. And Janikowski shouldn't even have been on the field last night. They need to let that guy sit until he's 100%. But anyway, good win. Look forward to the Minnesota game. Hell Raider out. Yeah, Michael Bush, it'd be a tough one to have him all the time because I saw the jersey I have, and I'd be sporting that thing every single game. He's a beast. He's a great running back. We need them both. I've always said McFadden's getting too many carries. Bush needs to be in there more. I mean, that's how we can uh, keep McFadden uh, on the field. So, uh, yeah, that's been a pet peeve of mine for a while. Jano shouldn't be on the game, on the field because he's going to hurt himself and take him out himself out for the playoffs. Well, we'll need him more than ever. And that's about it, man. I like the call. I like the positive. Uh, and let's just see if we can string some wins together because I know as a Raider fan, you got to be skeptical of the way we played. Uh, lately, so let's get some consistency for crying out loud. Next, we have Raider Chris from Scranton, PA, on the line, and he's got it, man. What happened? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. Got done watching the game with my boy Pennsylvania Raider at his crib, and man, we look phenomenal. We look phenomenal. Almost blew that game. Like the last couple of games, but luckily we we hung on. Carson Palmer showed, you know, trading the first two rounds picks might not be a bad thing, especially if he plays the way that he did. He that man was balling. That man was balling. Them passes were pretty. Denarius Moore, whoo, whoo, whoo. That's all I can say about that boy. He had two defenders on him in the end zone. He was like, what, what, wop, wop. He was balling. Michael Bush, whoo, beast, beast. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. DMC, hopefully we get him back from the Vikings game. Uh, 
Curry stepped his game up. Loved how he played. McLean stepped his game up. I'm, I'm a little iffy on our second, our secondary. Cause little Shepherd boy, whew, he, he, them catches by that rookie in the end zone that wasn't looking too pretty. And then the one, the one was double covered. So hopefully by the Viking games we get some, some people back. Chikawa, DVD. You know Mike Mitchell was balling. Uh, the one hit he just laid boy out, and thank God he laid him out like that because that would have been a first down. But uh, Kevin Boss, bossing it up. Got to get him involved some more. Uh, hopefully, Jacoby Ford ain't too seriously injured. Uh, word on the street is that it's it's not nowhere near as bad as DMC, and he might miss a game or two. But uh, I don't know. We we play like that. The West is ours. There's no reason why it can't be. Uh, we blew a couple games in the past, but that's the past. We're sitting on top. Our schedule's looking iffy, but there's there's no way why we still can't win this thing. Especially the way if we played the way that we did, we got this. We got it in the bag. Only game I really see that's going to be a real tough one is Green Bay, but it'd be so pretty to give them their first loss. Who would it be? It would be a beautiful thing. Uh, Detroit will give us a fight, but I think we could take that. I really do. But uh, yeah, I'm loving our game. I'm loving the players right now, and uh, hopefully we keep this thing up. So, like that fat girl in dodgeball, I am out. We all hope that you're right. We could take this division. We should be able to. We have the players. We have the skill. Uh, we can do it. But it just depends on who shows up on game day, brother. You know. Next, we have Raider John. What's up, man? This is Raider John. Wow. I guess dreams do come true. Because last night was a dream come true for me as a fan. It's just unbelievable what those guys did last night. So proud to be a fan right now. We have two crazy running backs right now. I mean, McFadden's hurt. But when McFadden comes back, we have him and Bush. We need to get these guys the ball. I think Hugh finally realizes it. I think he he knows he should have ran more in the Denver game. But I think he realizes it. I mean, and one thing I always forget to say is, we got to remember that uh, Hugh Jackson is a rookie coach. This is his first year as a head coach. And, uh, yeah, he's been offensive coordinator or whatnot, but he's still going to make some mistakes. He's still learning. But, you know, I love that guy. Denarius Moore, are you kidding me? How many other teams in the league right now are pissed that they did not draft that guy? Come on. him. I mean, he's doing what Jacoby did last year as far as the amazing catches go and, and showing the potential. He's even showing more potential than Jacoby did last year, which I never thought I'd say about a Oakland receiver in a while, never mind the following year. So I'm just super right now. I'm happy. I know you guys are happy. Uh, next week, got Minnesota and a bunch of NFC games coming up. Let's see how we do. I'm hoping for the best. And the penalties, thank fucking God. I know it was some crazy penalties last night, and, uh, you know, we had a few, but nothing like we're used to. So thank God for that. Hopefully it carries over to the next week. Yo, love you guys. Love the Raider Nation. I'll see you soon. Have a good day. Well, my man Raider John from Rhode Island here just pointed it out. You know, the penalties weren't that bad. It's funny because Ed Cockley was down there where we were sitting, right there in front of us. I went over to the edge, put my hand over. I said, Ed, Ed, Ed. He turns, he looks at me, shakes my hand. I said, Ed, be gentle. Be gentle. He said, well, I'm going to be fair to both teams as he smiled and went off the field. I think he felt sorry for us. I don't know why, but he sure didn't punish us like he usually does. Uh, great call, my man. 
Next, we have my good brother, Raider Vince from the IE. Cool dude, man. Great fan. I was good to see him in San Diego. What's up? What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy? Big Raider Vince from the IE, man. Man, it was good seeing you guys out there yesterday, you know? And, hey, and to go with that, a fucking beautiful-ass game. What about that? What about that? Look like the bullies from the West showed up. How you like that, Greg? How you like that, man? I knew it. I knew it. And you know what? I know we got some, some tough games ahead of us, but with Palmer playing the way he plays, you know, the way he played last night, and all the receivers stepping up, I think we have uh, some competition, you know, some great competition. So, anyways, man, much love. Raiders for life, baby. And uh, I'm out. I know, man. You're totally positive. It was a great time had by all. Uh, you know, this is what I talk about, the Raider Nation. Right there in San Diego, uh, the L.A. Raider fans, the Inland Empire Raider fans, they were all getting represented big time at the Big Q. Uh, thank you, my brother. It was a great time. Next, we have Raider Mike from Pennsylvania, and he shouted out, man, what's up? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Mike from Pennsylvania. First-time caller. First of all, I'd like to say you guys do an awesome job, great job. I've been listening since the beginning of the season. I found the podcast amazing. Uh, second of all, I'd like to say rest in peace, Al Davis. And damn, is it good to see the Raiders play Raider football. Absolutely amazing. Pound that rock, throw the ball deep, make Al Davis proud. This is Raider football. I haven't seen this team play this good in years. Years. Carson Palmer, people doubt you. Hugh Jackson, you know, I doubted you sometimes. But I, I believe. I do. I think, you know, this team has a lot of talent, and we can go places. I'm looking forward to the next couple games. we got a lot of hard games ahead of us. But uh, we're, we're sitting in a good position. Hopefully Kansas City can lose to the Broncos, and Timmy Teabag can uh, work some Michael Vick magic. I don't know. But uh, thanks for the, uh, for the great podcast, and keep it up, guys. Peace out. It is good to see good old Raider football pounding the rock, throwing the big long ball. I mean, this is what it's all about. This is what Al Davis would love. This is what we love. This is our Raider team. And with Carson Palmer, man, I see nothing but an upside. So let's keep this ball rolling and heal up some of these players because we need everybody for this next push. We got some tough games. Next, we have Raider Dan from Kansas City, and he's given us a perspective for some enemy territory. I love it. What's up, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. Man, I wish I was out there to see that. That shit looked nice. Hey, but I'm going to give you a perspective here in Kansas City. Chiefs fan, them bitches are scared, baby. They scared. And they said a fucking thing to me at work. They scared. And no cars can drop 450 on their ass. And they know Bush is a beast. Raider Nation for life, baby. Yeah! You better believe they're scared because they see the reality. They see that they have a paper tiger, and they see the bullies of the West 
coming to the Great Plains to kick some ass. <laughs> Thanks for the call, brother. Next, my very good brother man, a man with heart. I have a lot of respect for great family guy, Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. What's up, my brother? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What's going on, fellas? It's Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. What a great game Thursday night, man. The nation showed up big. I've never been so proud of this team, man, especially our fans. It seemed like a fucking home game. Well, what am I talking about? It is a home game. Oakland South. <laughs> anyways, imagine how bad they fucking hate it. <laughs> oh, well. But anyways, I'm looking forward to these next uh, next four games. Minnesota, we got Chicago, Miami, and Green Bay. Those are winnable games, fellas. I think we, we're fucking, we can play with Green Bay. Especially the way our offense is blocking. Oh, and congratulations to uh, Mr. Michael Bush, who fucking just, uh, I believe he uh, either tied uh, Art Powell's record or, or just just passed it. I'm not sure which one of the two, but it was it was a fucking great game for him. And fucking Carson Palmer's uh, quarterback rating was off the fucking charts. And this is only his third game coming off the couch. So this guy's the limits, man, for this for this team. I just can't fucking wait to they're back in action against Minnesota, man. It's a great time to be a Raider fan. We got first place right now. Fucking Kansas City is losing to the Broncos. It's great right now, man. But anyways, looking forward to uh, show 324. But anyways, fellas, you guys stay true and stay positive and strong, and hopefully we'll see you out there. Out. Yeah, it's funny, man. Their fans were wishing that they were as good of fans as the Raider Nation. What a trip to hear that from another fan. <laughs> I wish we were more like you guys. What a trip. Just shows you how special we are, brother. Very much so. Thank you for the call. As always, and a positive note indeed from my friend Jaime. Right on, brother. Next, we have Raider K-Dog from Washington. Last but not least, he's got a great take. Check it out, man. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider K-Dog calling from Washington. I tell you, Raider Greg, I was listening to your podcast Monday after the Broncos game, man, and I tell you what, I felt your frustration. Uh, The way we played, blown coverage, uh, it was just fucking embarrassing to watch. Um, and then we come Thursday night, man, and we just dominate the Chargers. And I think that's our biggest problem is one game, we've got safeties out of position. We can't fucking tackle. They're running for 300 fucking yards on us. And the next game, we're just dominating the line of scrimmage. Our defensive backs are playing great. And I think if we could just get consistent, I think Carson Palmer is doing a great job. I didn't think really he was going to come to form as fast as he did. But uh, that dominant performance that he put against the Chargers, man, that, that's a good feeling, you know. And uh, and I, at first, I, I'll be the first one to admit, man, when we traded for him, I couldn't believe how much we gave up for him. Uh, but to see how he played against the Chargers, man, if he can do that, uh, we're definitely a playoff contender, man. I tell you what, I can't wait. I think uh, we just need to be consistent because we got some tough games ahead of us, man. Uh, so if we can be dominant and castles out the, most of the rest of the season. So 
I think the 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 Queefs are pretty much done with their season, man. They're not they're not going to be able to to uh, win games with Dave uh, Penner or whoever the fuck's going to be starting for them. The Broncos, fuck them. I'm I'm sick of them. Sick of hearing about fucking Tim Teabag and running. It's just fucking sick of it. And the Chokers, man, they're just they're they're down and out, man. They're, they're just they're just off. So, man, if we could just be dominant, win these games that we got coming ahead of us, man, I think we got a a good chance to take this fucking division. It's been a long time coming, but it's time, man. Raider Nation, peace out. Love y'all. Later. We are going places, Raider Nation. We have a team. We could take this division. We all can taste it. We can all feel it. And the best thing is, so can the rest of the division. They know it. Well, it's up to our team and our coach, man. The time is now. They know it is. We just have to let it happen. And uh, with Carson Palmer, which I knew was a great pickup, I mean, I had no doubt that he would he would be a good quarterback. If he was healthy, he was going to do exactly what he started to do. It's only the beginning. I see a lot of good things coming for this team. Let's hope we can put it together quickly so we can put this team in the playoffs because once we're there, man, it is a new ball game for everybody. Well, we'll look forward to it. Here come the Vikings or the Vikings, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> And we're going to take it to them. Let's hope we get that done because we got business to take care of. We got to take this division, man. We got to do it this season. That is about all I got. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.